0: Hello and welcome it is Eric Erickson here the phone number 877-973-7425 should you wish to be on the program I'm happy to have you well buckle up because I'm going to tell you what I really think I mean not that I don't ever do that I mean I'm just going to be more blunt sometimes than maybe some of you would prefer I think the world is warming, I think it's a natural phenomenon, but I also think we have a role to play. There are seven billion of us on a planet. We live in symbiosis with the entire ecological system. It's the height of arrogance for any of us to say that we don't impact the environment around us. Uh, I think we do. I think um, logically, scientifically, we have a role to play. I think it's not nearly as much a role to play as progressives would tell us. But I think there's a role that we play. I have a lot of friends who say, you know what, climate change isn't real. It's not really happening. No, no, climate change has always been real. The world has gotten cooler. The world has been hotter than it is now. Climate change is real, natural phenomenon. To say there's no such thing as climate change, then you can't really understand why there was a lice age. You can't understand why uh, millions of years ago was way hotter than now. The world gets hotter. The world gets cooler. Every planet that we know of in the solar system has seen climate change to some degree. It's a natural phenomenon. For various reasons. But also, there are 7 billion of us. We live in ecological balance with everything else on the planet by God's own design, according to Genesis 1. Therefore, we can certainly affect the planet. And I think we do. I just don't think it's as much as some on the left would have us believe. Because a lot of people on the left, their agenda is really not about solving climate change. I mean, let's be honest here. If their agenda was really about solving climate change, uh, they would be going to war against China and India right now because as our emissions have continued to go down, their emissions continue to go up. We could all hold our breath and die, and China and India would still be causing climate change. But you don't hear about that from the left. Nope. Uh, Most of the people on the left who care about climate change really care about uh, deindustrializing the West and regressing our society given the options, I don't care about climate change. I have friends who it is their issue. They are passionate about climate change. But they don't drive Teslas. Got a couple of them who hate Elon Musk now because he said he would vote for Ron DeSantis. And they thought he was a good progressive and he's not. So a lot of it is political. But here's my thinking on climate change. We're not going to solve it. We're not going to solve it. What we're going to do is degrade our way of life. And I don't believe we've reached peak humanity and must now descend into something else. I, I just don't believe that's the case. I don't believe that we should in some way have to degrade our way of life and our existence so that some progressive somewhere can scratch their itch that they're doing something to make the world better when they're not doing anything to make the world better. They're doing a great deal to make the world a whole lot worse because they're never going to deal with the China and India situation. I bring all of this up, of course, because the White House has decided they're going to declare a climate emergency. There's a heat wave. Now, I don't know if you all know this. You may need to sit down for this one because this may be some news some of you can't handle. I, I I mean, when I found out, I was like, "Holy beep!" Um, Can't say that. Where I just, I had no idea. It's summer. Do you know what happens in the summer? It gets hot. How hot? Even the Democrats who are well past being done with Biden are getting thigh sweats. That's how hot. It gets hot. And guess what? In a few months, the climate, brace for it, wait for it. It's going to change again. It's going to get cold. And we'll get to something called winter. I think the data shows the winter's are not getting as cold. The summers are getting a little more hot. But I grew up with a lot of really good teachers who told us that mankind is the most adaptable species to ever live on planet Earth. The Dutch are below sea level. The Dutch have engineered a bunch of canals and, and uh, well, I can't say night now because people might get offended, so I got to say dams. Uh, and, and maybe they'll get offended saying I'm there's pr- no wind anymore. They've got seawalls and the like. They keep their country protected. They may have to build a little higher now. So the pivot has been, when we say adapt, is, oh, but it's going to be extreme weather, the hurricanes, the tornadoes. You know, we went through a period of time where everyone was warning about terrible hurricanes, and there were very few hurricanes at all. And then we had Katrina and a few others like, see, 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 I told you so. And then we didn't have a lot of hurricanes again. Back in the 1970s, it was global cooling, and they're like, oh, we were wrong then. Don't hold it against us. What I find interesting is that the solutions for global cooling are the same damn solutions they're offering for global warming. The West must give up Western comfort. I'm not going to give up Western Comfort. I like my SUV. I want to play this exchange. This is Joe Kernan on on CNBC, and he's talking to Pete Buttigieg. What Buttigieg says doesn't really matter. It's the question, and I'm glad that someone at CNBC asked the question. Listen to this.
1: So, Secretary, I have kind of a, a philosophical question about about how we uh, how we approach things um, in in terms of dealing with uh, with emissions and dealing with trying to trying to cut down on, on the use of fossil fuels and how we deal with what Europe might be facing. And what I mean by that is th- there are real possibilities that people might not have air conditioning during a heat wave or in the, in the winter that they may not have enough energy to heat, their, uh, to heat their homes at this point. Now, the mitigation factors that, that we're employing to try to cut down on emissions Those really aren't going to cut CO2 emissions till probably 2030. And while we're dealing with these, um, we've got India building coal plants, we've got China building coal plants, just hand over fist, and and emitting and and not really uh, helping our efforts whatsoever. When wind and solar won't power the homes in Europe, how do we not use hydrocarbons to make sure that near term these people aren't either freezing or dying from the heat? It, it seems like a real quandary at this point to try to do these, to near term try to do these things when near term we need power, we need energy. So how do you declare, well, I would say how do you declare a climate crisis in the middle of an actual weather crisis? Well, look, uh, obviously those, those two things are closely related. I mean, it's uh, more than 100 degrees in London today, or at least it was yesterday. Uh, we've seen things happen in the Pacific Northwest and the U.S. that are supposed to be basically all but statistically impossible, and they're happening more and more often. But this is what a transition looks like, right? This is exactly the challenge that we're living through. You can't flip a switch. You can't do it overnight.
0: I think Kernan gets the better exchange here. Uh, Buttigieg wants to, we've got to transition. We've got to get away. But the, the point is, in Texas right now, if you have a smart thermostat, and by the way, I, I should say this is this is why I like Apple and Apple devices. Uh, the way Apple Homekit works, uh, your power company can't control your thermostat. But if you have a Google uh, device, a nest or something like that, or the, the Amazon system, your power company is is turning up the air conditioner, so it turns off in the middle of the summer to save on the power grid. They're controlling your power. Uh, don't get a smart thermostat because they can take it over. Unless you're on Apple and have HomeKit to avoid them from doing this. They're taking over your power in Texas. In Texas, for God's sakes, Texas. The middle of the summer heat. The power company's like, oh, too much stress on the grid. We gotta, we gotta turn people's air conditioners off at night. Why is it that the land of the free and the home of the brave should be reduced to third-class, third-world power structures because the left demands we give up everything? They want us on wind and solar. There are times the sun doesn't shine. There are times the wind doesn't blow. The last time we were dependent on wind, water, and solar for everything, we called it the Dark Ages. And that's where they want to send us. I don't care about climate change, except I care very passionately that these clowns in the media and in the Democratic Party want to degrade our way of life because it has become their religion. It is a by faith proposition to them that we are all to blame. And what happens? What happens if they all get us to put a windmill behind our house and sweat to death and die of heat stroke, and freeze during the wintertime, and we all die. The climate will still change. China, and Russia, and India, and Brazil will still pump out emissions. The solution to every great American problem has always been to adapt. These people don't want us to adapt. They want us to to go back they want to set us back they want us to adapt in a way that is not adaptation it's regression we should adapt all these people they keep building houses on the beach they sure don't seem like they're really cared about climate change while they're lecturing us on it they all have their private jets john Kerry traveling the world on a private jet lecturing people about climate change get rid of your private jets I will take you seriously when you start acting like you take it seriously. They don't act like they take it seriously. What they act like is that they are the ruling elite and they should not have to suffer for our sins. We should have to suffer, even for theirs. They act like uh, substitutionary atonement. Instead of Christ dying on the cross to forgive us of our sins, we must all sweat to death to atone for their sins of their private jets and their big houses and their giant carbon footprints. You and I have to give up our small carbon footprints because they've got to preserve theirs. We are the substitutionary atonement for their sins. And our suffering will make them whole. They don't want China to suffer. They don't want uh, India to suffer. They want us to suffer. They want us to sweat. They want us to freeze. There, and then what they do is they try to scare us. All. Oh, my gosh, all these people in Europe are dying. It's hot in Europe. You know what they don't have in Europe? Air conditioner. How do I know? I've been there lots and lots of times. Many of those places do not have air conditioning because they're not used to heat. It's like when you go to San Francisco, everybody leaves their window open and nobody has air conditioning because the temperature is usually mild. A heat wave comes in for a week or two. And they're like, oh, my gosh, it's climate change. We're all going to die. Get a freaking air conditioner for your window. Except in California, they make it too expensive with the power grid. Adapt, people. We are the most adaptable species, according to the left. We are a species. We are evolved from the apes, according to them. And yet somehow we can't adapt and figure out how to work around climate change. And we're all gonna die, we're all gonna sweat. No, we're going to die because we're gonna overheat because they told us to use windmills and solar panels which don't work when the sun doesn't shine and the wind doesn't blow. They won't even invest in nuclear power. The left in this country does not want us to have nuclear power, which should be the big tip-off This has nothing to do with climate and everything to do with them hating Western-style capitalism. If they wanted to invest in green energy, invest in nuclear power. Germany has now declared nuclear power to be green energy. The left has gone apoplectic. It's greenest energy we have, and it's power that keeps on giving. We should be building nuclear power plants in every single state in this country to offload capacity to that instead of wind and solar. But no, no, they are emotionally invested in something. And when you become emotionally invested in something, it takes on the air of religion, it takes on the air of dogma, and it takes on the air of a by-faith proposition. And you can't dissuade these people from their faith that we're all going to die, so their solution is to make sure we do all die. You can't win this argument. The only way is to not play. So I refuse to care. Folks, the signature hymn sheets from Bowling Branch are a bestseller for a reason. They use the highest quality threads on earth for a superior softness, a better night's sleep. The sheets are made with threads so luxurious, three U.S. presidents love them. They feel buttery to the touch. They're super breathable. Now, here's the thing. I can tell you this from personal experience. Every time you wash the sheets, they get softer. You know, people worry about thread counts for sheets. You need to worry about the quality of the threads. Bowling Branch uses fantastic Woods You can just feel them and they get softer and softer over time. They're very, very breathable for the summer, but they also have a good weight for the winter. They help you sleep well at night. They're not so light that you feel like nothing's on you. They They're they're the perfect weight. They're the perfect sheet from Boland Branch. You'll immediately feel the difference with their iconic signature sheets. Right now, get 20% off site-wide during the annual summer event happening now only at BolandBranch.com. It's their best offer of the year before the holidays, so you need to act now. That's BolandBranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D Branch.com for 20% off site wide phenomenal deal with phenomenal product i'm telling you we use them in our house long before i was a broadcast reader we use bowlin branch you should too bowlinbranch.com for 20 percent off sidewide hi there it is eric erickson here the full number is 877-973-7425 if you text the word data to 33777 you can subscribe you'll get a link back just subscribe to my daily show notes all the stuff we're talking about here today uh, you can subscribe get the stack of stuff uh comes out every day right as the show starts so you can follow along with me so you can read it for yourself you don't have to take my word for it but also you get all the other commentaries and stuff and big announcement right now next year we will have another conference Uh, we will do another gathering uh, where we invite all the would-be Republican presidential candidates for 2024 to come hang out with you guys. Uh, we had a meeting about it the other day. We're going to get it done sometime next year. If you are a paid subscriber to the Daily Email, you will get a discount ticket and the first the first option to secure your seating at the conference. Text DATA to 33777. Right now, I want to go to Natalie on the phone. Natalie, welcome to the program.
2: Hi, good day. Thank you for your time. Sure. Mm -hmm. my comment my question comment So, I grew up in the D.C. area and in the early you mentioned a couple things I was already thinking so in the early 70s there was a pollution line and before that but I thought that was normal that was just normal but then the controls came in and the companies didn't want to comply and they did clean up the water it took about seemingly to me about 10 years but you know that line and in L.A. and New York and the major cities we all had to deal with that then those lines are gone, the pollution lines. And so it, my question, a couple of them, but environment versus climate. Uh, to me, this is common sense. So the rotation, the axis, years, millions of years over time, are we not in a cycle where climate is beyond our control but environment? What we do, we've done. The standards are imposed by yes. the government. What, And so what's my other So ignorance is a playing card for – but. Um, for local, oh, excuse me, for local and federal money, but we're in accordance with. But why do we have to be in accordance with worldwide mandates when compliance is within standards? And when we break them, and when companies fail, we all know it here, especially like I'm in Georgia. So uh, that's my. I mean, it common sense. You know, this is a, this is mm-hmm. really good, good, okay, uh, good nuance
0: you. and divide here, Natalie. Thank you for this. The you, you, take care of your environment. We are on a small ball orbiting around a giant nuclear ball of plasma, which itself is orbiting over millions of years around a giant black hole. We are at the outer edge of a galaxy. We are in a part of the galaxy now in our orbit where we've never been before. How are we to say that that itself is not in some way affecting our climate? But beyond that, Beyond that, we're orbiting the sun. You know, they say we found climate evidence of climate change on Mars and on Neptune and on Titan, the moon around Saturn. Uh, and yet somehow we're we're supposed to, it's all us. There are no people on those planets. Take care of your environment. Listen, I believe you should be good to the environment. We should be good stewards of the environment. Uh, God gave us a planet and we should leave it better off than when we found it. We absolutely should. We should do the things we can to improve our environment. We should not pollute as best we can. We should do all of the things that make the world a better place. But there are some things outside our control. China and India are outside our control. And you and I can regress to the Stone Ages and there will still be climate change. It is becoming an epistemic by-faith belief of the left that we're all going to die unless we do something. When we come back an amazing piece of audio from a member of Congress who wants you to understand that there are priorities that we should be more concerned about than the economy. And of course, Pete Buttigieg says we're all running out of time. They're going to go crazy here very soon. Hi there. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425 delighted to have you with me um I, we we got a couple of things we got to talk about here before i talk about those things though and before i go to any more phone calls i gotta play you some audio. this is ben ray Luan. he is a democratic representative in congress and you need to listen to this he says inflation is his biggest concern uh, isn't isn't this climate package something that would be already paid for so that would be a
2: moot point
3: Well, I don't want to speak for Senator Joe Manchin with his process on how he's getting here. But what I can say is that a majority of the Democratic caucus, a majority of the country and folks around the world believe that we need to take action on the climate crisis. Um, We know that the climate crisis will deliver more economic challenges and problems across the United States and around the world. It's going to take people's lives. We're seeing the devastation um, that families are facing right now across Europe and look coming from New Mexico we had the two largest forest fires that our state has ever seen um, that just completely devastated families and so we know what this means back in New Mexico and and that's why I'm hopeful Um, I'm gonna keep pushing I'm gonna keep encouraging and doing everything that I can to get us to a positive place and to make progress in this space Um, many people were saying the same things about the uh, gun safety legislation reducing gun violence in the country and we saw how the Senate came together working with the legislature. State of branch of government to get the bill adopted.
0: Fighting climate change might be more important than inflation. Here's boot edge edge. So, Secretary, I have kind of a, a philosophical question about, about how. Oh, nope, I played that one. Sorry, sorry, sorry.
1: Uh, th- this one. Of course, the more pain we are all experiencing from the high price, price of gas, the more benefit there is for those who can access electric vehicles. That's
0: right. More of it for those who can access, which very few of us can. And you know, if we all win electric vehicle, we don't have enough power in the power grid in order to, to charge them all. Uh, you know, Tesla is uh, encouraging its uh, owners to not charge at certain times of the day now because of stress on the power grid. You would think these people would figure this stuff out, but no, no, they don't. Jeff, we're going to go to your call next. Jeff, welcome to the program.
4: Thank you, Eric. I appreciate it. It's- what is driving me crazy in this rush to uh, get us all into electric cars is that we're not looking at it at this situation in its entirety. Um, the manufacture of these electric batteries creates a tremendous amount of greenhouse gases. It is a very dirty process. Secondarily, the raw materials that are required to build these batteries can be devastating to the environment. It can ruin the land. It can cause toxic runoff into rivers. So I can see down the road, as we start transitioning to electric cars, the environmentalists are going to come back and say, oh, we, we got to back off from these electric cars. This is just way too dangerous. We're going to have to do something else. The fact of the matter is we haven't maximized the internal combustion engine yet. There's so many different fuels and things that we can do with the internal bus combustion engine before we start going down this path. And it's, to be frank with you,
0: driving me crazy. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. Look, listen, I appreciate it, Jeff, very much. And you're right. There's so much more we could do. They are so out to lunch on these issues. They they really don't care. They don't want to need to solve the issues. Uh, they just need you to give up your way of life. And that ultimately, I think, is, is the problem. They want you to give up your way of life and they don't tell you what there is other than some abstract and that abstract is not something that uh, you buy into because you know intuitively that in their abstract world where they promise you a panacea, if you will just give up your way of life, a whole lot of other people aren't giving up their way of life. I'm a broken record on this issue, but I'm going to, I might as well go there. Here's the ultimate problem, the eschatology of this. That's a fancy word for the theology of the end times. What's the eschatology for Christianity? We, you all know it. Even if you're not a Christian, you probably know it. Uh, Jesus comes back. Those who put their faith in Jesus dwell with him for eternity, and everyone else goes to hell. Now, where hell is actually defined, if you pay attention to actual scripture, not everybody burning in hell, but uh, people not dwelling with God. The absence of God is is evil. The absence of God is hell. You you are in the absence of God. Some will burn for certain. Some will be miserable. Some will not be in the lake of fire. But that's the Christian eschatology. You put your faith in Christ, you go to heaven. You don't put your faith in Christ, you go to hell. That's it. What's the eschatology of the environmentalist movement? This is a this is problem. And again, uh, this is becoming a religion. They, they have their anthems. They have their hymns. They have their rites and rituals. They have their ecclesiology. They, they have their ritual. They have their tithing program. They got all these things that are very ritualistic, very religious, very by faith. And what is their eschatology? Their eschatology is that they can do everything right. They can give up flying. They can buy their battery-powered car. They can put solar panels on their roof and a windmill in the back. They can become vegan and recycle everything. They can grow their own backyard garden. And as long as you, the next-door neighbor, have more than one kid and drive an SUV, they, not you, they are going to hell. And you, too. The world will still burn so in a christian eschatology christ says share the gospel preach teach baptize in my name put your faith in me you go to heaven doesn't matter what the other guy does you put your faith in me you're going to heaven you can be a terrible christian and still go to heaven you can be a christian who shows up on sunday and otherwise stays in your house never shares the gospel and you none of your neighbors love you but you you love jesus you just can't bring yourself to get the house. You're still gonna to go to heaven. You may sit further from the throne, but you'll be okay and you'll be happy. You're gonna get there. The environmentalist eschatology is you can do everything right. You can have no kids, you can sterilize your womb, you can get your vasectomy, you can go vegan, you can do solar panels, a windmill, a battery powered car, or better yet, a bike. And it does not matter. As long as the guy next door has 2.5 kids in an SUV, you are going to burn as well. The only way to avoid burning is to dig a big hole in the backyard and throw the next door family in and compost. You got to get rid of the mouth breathers. You got to get rid of the SUVs. You got to use the government to go after those people. You gotta punish them. You gotta silence them. You've got to force them against their will to change their behavior to what you are doing because you are righteous and they are not. And instead of the power of God and hell, it's the power of government and Uncle Sam, the IRS and the FBI. You gotta force those people to change their behavior. That's the environmentalist eschatology. And it always leads to violence. These secular ideologies always lead to violence because if you're a person of faith, it's a relationship between you and your God. Forget Christianity. You're Muslim, you're Jewish, you're Hindu, you're Christian, it's between you and your God. You get your path to paradise by your relationship with your God. Progressives who are secular have no paradise as long as you mouth breathers are still out there. So they've either got to coerce you, bully you, pressure you, cajole you, badger you, force you, or they got to kill you. And if you kill, they can bury you, and you will grow trees. And you'll be better off, and they'll be better off. This is the problem. This by-faith belief on the left that we're all gonna die within the next 10 years if something happens. And if you listen to them closely, they're not saying the world is going to end, they're saying we're going to end. And when you begin to believe that we are going to end unless they do something and they do something dramatic, well, then you can start to see where the violence creeps in. The environmentalist movement in the United States and abroad actually has a pretty deep history of violence. Even right now, there's the Earth Liberation Front out west. They have um, burned places down. They've tried. I remember a few years ago, they liberated all the minks from someplace, and they, they the minks were let out and, and started killing each other and all the endangered animals. It was actually kind of funny. But these are true believers and true believers of this sort who are not grounded in a in a redemptive faith. They're dangerous, and they're setting policy right now. And there's not a way out from them. And that's that's the problem. That's the problem. So when the president devotes all of his time to declaring a climate emergency instead of fighting inflation, you should read that is he's trying to provoke these people to go vote. But what he's also doing is he's provoking these people to violence. In the same way that when the left says that, well, the Supreme Court is going to control your uterus and the like, they're, they're provoking people to violence on the left. They're provoking people to violence, secularists who have no God who can fight for them, have to fight for themselves, and sometimes they got to fight violently. I mentioned the other day the polling. 44% of Democrat men under the age of 50 believe assassinating people who will make the world a worse place or upset democracy is okay. Well, when you believe that climate change is going to destroy the world and Joe Manchin is standing in your way, you can kind of see how some of these people may be tempted to go after Joe Manchin violently. He better have protection. This doesn't end well for any of us. And it doesn't end well not because the world is going to change, not because the climate's going to get warmer. It doesn't end well for us because the people who are controlling the conversation among the cultural elite have bought into this idea that we're all going to die unless we all give up. And if we're not all going to give up something, well, then those of us who are easy targets are going to be targeted. John Kerry and his private jet, Leonardo DiCaprio and his private jet, they're going to keep flying. They're going to keep lecturing us on damage to the environment, and they're going to keep flying on their private jets. They're not going to give it up. No, no. You have to give up. You have to give up because these people have decided your life is not as important as their life. You are not an important human being. Remember, these are people who do not believe that all humans have worth. Christians believe all people are created in the image of the risen Lord. All of us are created in God's image and likeness. So we all have inherent value. When you're on the left and you don't believe that, you don't believe everybody has inherent value. The people who contribute to the world the way the left wants to contribute to the world, those are the ones who have inherent value. You mouth-breathing Christians with your 2.5 kids and your minivan, you're the ones who are destroying the world. You got no value. You're the ones who can die. Or at least give up your jets and give up your power and give up your car and stop having kids. These We're about to see an unhinged response from the left because I can tell you we're not going to change a republican's going to come in in 2024 and incentivize the production of oil and natural gas. And when he comes in and does that, the left is going to go hysterical because again, according to people like Pete Buttigieg and Greta Thunberg, we're out of time. And a republican winning in 2024 Well, the oil and gas industry may start drilling again and lower prices and improve the economy. And an improved economy is the worst possible thing for the left. Remember, when we were all shut down and we were all locked locked at home, there were articles that came out and said, this is a good thing. You can see to the bottom of the canals in Venice again. The world is healing. Mother Nature has done this to us to heal the world. They want calamity. Because calamity keeps us inside and keeps us from being dirty polluters. And you can see where this heads just logically, obviously, where it heads. It's not going to end well for any of us, including them. One of the groups that's standing up and fighting against them and fighting for you, fighting for the Second Amendment and the pro-life movement is Patriot Mobile. That's why they want you. Look, you, you get guaranteed service from them. I mean, they've got great service. You don't have to worry about it. If you go online to patriotmobile.com Eric, you can see their maps. They are highly detailed maps. You put in your address and down to your house. You can see your house on the map. And you can see just how good the coverage is. Go places you regularly go, and you can look at those places and see the coverage. You're getting guaranteed coverage. You're getting great, great coverage. You're getting it from Patriot Mobile, and they send a portion of their profits to the conservative movement to help grow the conservative movement and get conservatives elected. So you're compounding your dollars in various ways as well. And they have 100% U.S.-based customer service. You get free activation with my name by going to patriotmobile.com slash Eric, E-R-I-C-K, Or you can call them 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT, tell them I sent you, you get that free activation. But more than that, you also get to partner with a company that explicitly, openly, honestly shares your values and then contributes a portion of their profits to the causes you care about. So you're magnifying your impact on the world by working with Patriot Mobile and you get guaranteed great service. PatriotMobile.com slash Eric or 972-PATRIOT. You know, look, I'm going to move on from the global warming. So if I didn't intend to spend this entire hour on it, Um, but just one more thing for you. The the left wants us to be more like Europe and invest more in windmills and invest more in solar and the like. Uh, What the European nations actually did is they relied on the Russians for natural gas. They knew they couldn't fully transition. They just can't. There are times the wind doesn't blow and the sun doesn't shine. So they had to have natural gas as a backup. Well, it's they've become reliant on the Russians to the extent the European Commission is now proposing rationing natural gas to save from a major energy crisis if Russia slaps, slashes gas exports over Ukraine. Russia's blackmailing us. Russia's using energy as a weapon. The only reason the Russians can blackmail you with energy is because you yourselves abdicated your role in the world. I have to tell you guys. The West has had an easy time with the United States in charge. And for whatever reason, at some point some years ago, probably because of 9-11 and the stresses of fighting abroad, we've kind of abdicated our leadership and left everybody to their own devices. We've got this multilateral world now where everybody's in it for themselves. Nobody knows what to do because we hadn't provided any guidance. And they're not going to grow up. The only way is to really step back in and fill the void again before China does. What China wants them to do is to uh, rapidly, rapidly shift to wind and solar power. The reason is because China is not going to. So Europe won't have a reliable power grid. China will. China will dominate. Same thing happened in here. The people who are advocating giving up our way of life really don't want the United States to lead the world anymore. They actually think if the United States did not lead the world, the world would be better off. And one way to do it is to cripple us in power, cripple our, cripple our infrastructure, cripple our power grid. You put us all in a battery-powered car, the lights go out because we can't all plug up our cars at the same time and charge. It just doesn't work that way. Even even the, the environmentalists will ultimately, if you push them, admit it. And There's, well, nobody's going to do it tomorrow. It's going to take some time, and by then we'll have boosted our power grid. No, you're not. You're not going to boost the power grid because you're going to do windmills and solar panels, and that's not going to work all the time. Well, I just think we got to do it because we're all going to burn. If we know we're not all going to burn, you may have to give up your beach house. If what they say is true, you may have to go to a beach house. But, you know, they use Miami as the example. Did you know Miami's biggest problem is Miami is sinking? It's not that the oceans are rising. It's that Miami is sinking. They've sucked all the water out from underneath and, sediment and, and settlement is happening in Miami. Everything is sinking. They use Miami as the dramatic, oh, the waves are rising and there's regular flooding when there's a full moon. Actually, what happens is the city has sunk. And if you push them, they'll admit it, but they try not to admit it. They want you to believe the oceans have risen so much. Miami is flooding. No, if if Miami had not sunk, you would not be having the flooding problem. They just can't be honest. They can't be honest because they want to force you to give up your way of life without them doing anything. They want to keep their private jets. They want you to give it all up for them. That's not the way this is supposed to work. The elite... In this country, though, think their lives are more important than your lives, which is why we are where we are. Don't give in to it.